0: I just finished. I just hand delivered a, a woodworking project right just right now. Just finished Ooh. a big walnut table for Chad and Tay. They just finished uh, picking it up. They're out of here, back to downtown Come on. with it. I love that. Do you have some pics? Yeah. yeah, I'll send you some. Okay. It's nice All right, to get let's that off it. my you, bench.
1: You start us off. <laughs> Oh, Jerry! It is good to be back, Calvin. We say this every single time we start an episode because we are so bad at consistency right now. What are we to do,
0: Jerry? We are to just—we are to do what we can, <laughs> right? I mean, come on, you're yes. hard to get a hold of. I'm hard to—it's not, you know. We're doing what we can do.
1: Let's not say we're back. Let's just say we're here. We're here. We're in your ears. We're 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 still living. We're, we're still back. loving, and, and the podcast is going. So look at this, Jared. You don't have. Usually we have like
0: kind of a traditional beverage. I do tonight, and look at the color of this. I'm drinking like a beer, but yeah. this is like it looks like the color of. Um, can you describe that a bit to me, Jared? It's kind of like really dark, like amber. I was and gonna this, say amber. And this reminds me of when I was in school in the UK, we had to do a urine test. (laughs) And obviously, like, the whole boys dorm, which is hilarious, us all collecting our samples. And this one dude, um, I forget his name, but he was from Korea, and we were all checking each other's samples out. And we checked out his sample, (laughs) and it was, like, dark orange like (laughs) no it wasn't like this exact color I don't even know if I can finish drinking this it was like this exact (laughs) color and I'm starting to think that he just like put a like a drink in his cup and not even pee (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that is so funny what on earth I want to call him Ying Zhang but that was definitely not it that's the guy from uh from uh Silicon Valley
1: I, yeah, I mean, I don't, need, I don't know what to tell you. If you're thinking that, yeah, like, you're taking just, a sip of it, that's not very appetizing.
0: But it's cold, right? So it doesn't
1: taste the same. Also, it's really a hipster view to be drinking beer from a wine glass.
0: Hey, I picked that up at uh, that place where we. Well, you know what? I picked this up after That brewery we went to, and then yeah. I'm, I'm sitting at my nice, beautiful desk that I built like the, over the winter, which I'm a, a bit of a coaster freak, and I feel like <laughs> I don't need a coaster if I have a wine glass.
1: That's true. You don't.
0: That's why I did it. I think it's more practical.
1: So, are you, as a woodworker, are you, you're, you're obviously a firm believer in coasters. I'm a big coaster guy. Yeah, 100%. And that's because, because water is so damaging to wood. Like, why can't we come up with a product that just, you know, makes coasters irrelevant? A product to coat uh,
0: your table with? Yes. Yeah, you can. I don't use it, though. Because why? Because, um, I I use, like, oil finishes, Jer, where, like, like a penetrating oil with, like, a wax um, mixed in. Yeah. Which is kind of, like, the more, like, traditional. It's not, like... It's more to um, accentuate the depth of the wood and the grain tone and the color, whereas um, a table from, like, wherever, like... um, What's that store that... Whatever, like, Ikea or some, like, mass-produced store, it's going to have some, like... um, oil uh how do i describe it kind of like a sheet it's almost like i'm laying a sheet of plastic down on it sort of interesting like a film finish on it where like it doesn't uh yeah it's not my jam just basically it's just unnatural it's 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 completely unnatural and you wouldn't want to eat off of it and yet we all do yep
1: yeah Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is the Open Road Podcast. We're here to help you find more adventure in your everyday. And we do that by telling you what adventures are going on in our lives. And believe it or not, sometimes we do have interviews on this show. And other times we talk about our RV renovation, which is the project that we're currently excited about. But before we get to some of that, Calvin, you're talking about coasters and the furniture you make. And an adventure adventure you're always on is... Uh, you know a woodworking project and you said you just kicked one out the door what, what were you doing Yeah,
0: like i literally just kicked one out the door and then hopped online with you so that was kind of fun um i usually have a project going in my shop and i just finished one for um i call them a frustimer, which is <laughs> like you, what you have been in the past um which is just like a good friends of mine that i've built something for so i just built our friends chad and taylor um they're getting they got this nice you know big swanky new apartment downtown oh and uh they never had any room in their old apartment i was always going to build them something for their wedding but um now here we are like three four years later and they're finally ready to pull the trigger on a project so just finished a nice big uh walnut dining room table for them
1: and and is it one that they're going to have to put together like you did with mine? So no, I all
0: I I only had to do the top, like the big thick top on it, and they're having another guy, another friend of Chad's do a steel frame for it.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Very so cool. I was
0: just I uh, was just the top. Nice. So yeah, oh. I'm excited to see it all put together. I mean little I I don't love, you know, sending something out and not being able to put it together for like the finished product.
1: Right. But uh, whatever. Um, when you said frustumer, I thought that was not "friend customer." I thought that was combination frustrating, of frustrating, and customer. There's, yeah, no, that does sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, yeah, I can see actually see your friends being that because you're like, I'm probably not getting paid for this, and they're probably kind of picky, and because it's free, they don't want to like critique it, but they also want a good product, so it's kind of this awkward situation.
0: <laughs> That's always the hard thing. Well, but I, I, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't feel any kind of like guilt because i never feel like i'm kicking out like a perfect product it's always right. like a learning thing for me because i don't crank these things out like i don't I only do like five or six pieces a year so right it's not like i have like tons and tons to practice on right so everyone is kind of a practice go like i've i learned new stuff and i use new techniques on everyone
1: yeah now i actually i do have a question about our table while we're on this topic um something weird has been happening lately that i've noticed when i've been vacuuming there is no warranty No, I understand that, but I want to know if this is something that's normal or if this is something that is weird and something wrong with the table. So there's been sometimes when I've been vacuuming and then I look underneath the kitchen table and there's, like, sawdust on the floor or, like, sawdust on the chair. So, like, take a look at this photo where there's, like, a line of sawdust on the chair. And then I, like, look underneath and you cut all those, like, slits in the table. yeah. So I just... I put those. I'm re- wondering: is it that stuff that's falling down, or is there like an ant burrowing a home into it? Is it sawdust? Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's like there shouldn't it's be any like, sawdust. It's like dust and little pieces of wood. Yeah, because underneath your table, I did
0: those uh, relief cuts. I know. Um, so is that just extra yeah. stuff that's in there falling out? Maybe that would make the most sense.
1: Would an animal would a but little it's eat, all go like, and make a home in there or no?
0: But on but on the underside of your table, like it's got quite a, it's got a couple of layers of sealer on the bottom, so like there wouldn't be any like loose junk.
1: I don't think you sealed the bottom.
0: Maybe Did I didn't. You? Yeah, I would have done at least one.
1: Anyways, I just huh? thought I was just curious if you had any thoughts. I'll, I I've been kind of keeping my eye on it because I was like, I don't yes. want some some bug eating my table. You know, like you well, know, like, it might
0: be kind of cool actually, though, right? Like, what's it really gonna do? Like, it's not gonna
1: like eat the whole table.
0: Well, like, that was one my day other you get question. to work. At a certain point, Jar, one day you would have a table, and the next day you would not have a table anymore. <laughs> a single day, like a termite dis- down.
1: <laughs> right? Devouring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I, I think it's just the stuff falling out because I look under and then there's just like some little crumbles up there. But yeah, that's very possible. I think
0: that's probably I it. Know. yeah. I don't know.
1: And we don't like have ants in the rest of the house, so it's not if if no? we did, they'd be everywhere probably.
0: Maybe, like, it came in the wood, though. I don't
1: know, dude. Right? Termites.
0: Okay. Right? Termites? Do we get termites
1: here? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Um, That's cool. I'm really glad you uh, you did that project. Hey, uh, yeah, kind of uh, fun. And it's uh, getting you prepared for all the hard work you're going to have to do on the RV next week. With I know, <laughs> right? It needs to, like, yeah, I got some stuff to build a beauty little table. Yeah, do you have stuff that will build the table for the RV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, what material like you is might as well do something nice, eh? I mean, I think so.
0: Come on. Let's do something decent. We're happy with.
1: And you say it's walnut?
0: Well, no. Probably won't be walnut. But it'll be something. I'll, I'll root through my stash. I love your stash so, full of stuff. So, what's up with you? Wood. You just, like, you got back from B.C.? Yep. You're feeling good? I'm feeling you great. You and your wife got to rekindle your relational, um, you know, love? <laughs>
1: Our relational love. <laughs> A.K.A. marriage. Yeah, it was it was really nice. We spent a bunch of time uh, with the family. Katie's brother got married. Um, oh, it was right. kind of fun. Katie and me and Katie's friend Megan, who was her uh, maid of honor, we basically like ran the show the day of at the wedding. Katie got there and made a ton of lists to get everything going. Megan coordinated the day. I was the MC, So like, oh, the three dope. of us kind of dropped in. All of, a ton of planning had happened, but then we kind of got to like be the people making it happen on the day, which was really fun. That's fun. Um, do you you've emceed before? Do you like
0: that, or is that kind I of let, a burden?
1: It it, dep- it it depends a little bit on w- whatever wedding it is, but yeah, for the most fair. part, I do like it. I mm-hmm. I find it to be a good challenge to have this good balance of being funny and keeping things moving. And I think I'm really good at like creating energy around an event. And I think it's so cringy at weddings when like, it's not a spirit of celebration. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. And yeah. I don't know if you totally understand. Well, what, do you do you kind of understand what I mean?
0: No, I do understand what you mean because sometimes weddings are like the people in the wedding, like they've been like they're exhausted, and like sometimes it feels like a bit work related. But you got to like just step back and realize like no, 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 this is a major mega celebration. Like be in it and be here. And I always remember this from your wedding and your wife kind of gathering all of the wedding par- party together, and she said to all of us like it's really important that everyone smiles. I was yes. Like this is a big day, and I was like, "Yeah, right." Like just everyone smile. Like we just like forget to smile, and next thing you know, you got you know your resting bitch face, and <laughs> that's what the photos are.
1: Right, and especially for the wedding party who's standing up there for a solid forty five yeah. minutes, like people aren't looking at you, but when they do and they see you like bored out of your skull, like, right, that's. All those little things, I think, you know, they take away from a day that's supposed to be, again, the the happiest day of their life. Yes. It's literally all downhill from that day. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking expectations, <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. Um, uh, no, so no, it was, so it was really good. It was fun to do that. We went on a, a couple of different hikes, and, you know, Katie and I, we spent a little bit of time on the nude beach, and, uh, you know, it was just all great.
0: Yeah, like do you feel like you're getting used to the nude beach now? <laughs> or is it still like ah? Yeah.
1: No, I mean it's it's totally our natural habitat at this point.
0: It is. Okay. That's good. Yeah.
1: And we're 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 considering how we can open one here in Ontario cuz there aren't too many around.
0: So, do they open or do you just start doing it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you just turn it into one? Calvin, the experience at this beach was so hilarious and i don't even know how we decided that like yes we were gonna go down there but we went to this place called pacific park and then and who we i mean myself my wife my mother-in-law and my mother-in-law's three sisters that's who we were all with dope crew (laughs) great crew we decided to go for a hike kind of around ubc um at this place called pacific spirit park and we lo- checked out this like um, little like anthropology museum, which was where we parked our car, and then we like looked for the trail down. Oh, you mean the anthropology? Oh, anthrop- anthropology. You know <laughs> the, the great store. Um. So anyway, so like we look at this sign, and we're like trying to find a good place to hike, and the other trailhead's like pretty far away. So we're like, oh, let's go like just check out the beach. We start walking down these steps. Before you get down, there's a sign that says like clothing optional, beach ahead. Um, No photos without consent and no staring or gawking. (laughs) I was like, all right. So Um. we, we crawl down probably like... Like, it was, it felt like 20 stories of stairs. So, like, we were on a cliff and we went right down to the beach. And when we got there, there was like no one on this beach. There were some fully clothed uh, uh, Asian people that were taking some great photos over there. And it was like really rocky and not a nice place to be. So I was like, okay, this makes sense that the nude beach is like not a very desirable place to go. Or like, if you got to have a nude beach,
0: then the higher
1: ups will just make it a crappy beach. Right. And then there was one guy right. who was like, had his hat on and his totally like hilarious pot belly in the total buck jet, just like strolling down the beach towards us. Nice. Like, all right. So we ended up like passing him, like literally walking past him. And then we like took a few photos of the nice ocean in the background. Like again, almost no one is at this. beach. So you
0: passed him though, like
1: coming towards you. Oh yeah. Walking towards you in all his glory or all his little bit of glory. And anyways, all then all his bits of glory. And then, and then what he does is while we're taking the photos, he finds a giant rock, literally sits on it, splays his legs out as though he's presenting himself towards us, and, like, is has his back to the ocean. Like, the only thing that he's doing is showing off to us as we're, like, probably about 50 feet away, like, taking some photos. And it was just, like, weird.
0: <laughs> this is a very odd, like caveman ritual right dude 100 percent.
1: that's what it felt like and so then anyway so then we like kept we like kind of noticed that and like kept moving and then katie basically dared me to uh get nude on the beach and so her like aunts and mother walked ahead and then i uh you know made sure to get the photo that's great yeah you sent (laughs) me the
0: photo and like it didn't look like you like it didn't look like your rump to me well i guess you're not that familiar with my rump
1: uh, also, it was a very. I tried to make that photo as blurry as possible, not to, uh, to give myself away, you know?
0: But like artsy blur.
1: Artsy blur. Yeah, so, anyway, yeah. and then as we kept walking, so what I thought was the end of the beach was just where the brush came down to the water. And so we like kind of went through this place where the tree was, which opened up into the rest of the beach. And then it was actually a nice beach, and there were a significant, uh, significantly more people and many more nude people as we walked by. Lots clothed, lots not clothed. And you just. Walked along the beach. We walked along it for probably about a kilometer and then went back up after we had had enough. <laughs> I've never been to
0: a nude beach, but I feel like it. I've heard a couple stories from people going to them, and I feel like it attracts a person that um, is not in anyone's fantasy of a nude beach. Am I correct? Like, it's not Baywatch?
1: So this was very interesting. So for the first little bit, it was not Baywatch. There was right. the r- round guy with you know his g- right. all out. There were like a bunch more dudes. Like I'm like so for a long time, it was all dudes. And then as we got to the more like populated part of the beach, um, I- I'm gonna say that stereotype was not my experience. There were okay. all shapes and sizes, okay. young, okay, old, male, female, fours, eights
0: twos tens what was there (laughs) what was the conversation going now with your mother-in-law and aunts like they just decided to continue on this path (laughs) yeah
1: we just we just we just were there we just did it we stopped to like turn over rocks and look for crabs i grabbed some like we just we just did our you know like the like did a beach thing like crabs that crawl around yeah gotcha gotcha not not expecting
0: for you know yeah 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 though Um, she is a doctor
1: But dude, honestly, like it was funny. Like we just basically walked along the beach, had sort of normal conversation, like made a few comments to each other. Fairly lighthearted then. Yeah, it was lighthearted, and then like again, we're not. You're not like walking directly beside someone, and therefore like getting like staring. Like you're not staring or gawking. Well, you're not allowed to because you're not allowed to, of course. (laughs) But it was, it was an adventure, and uh, I think so. You know, (laughs)
0: that's hilarious.
1: Again, four four years ago, I probably would have had a very different opinion on that, like what that was, and I probably would have been like, "It's not a good thing. You shouldn't go down there." And I was like, "These people are probably a bunch of weirdos." And there's there were a ton of really normal people there too.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay,
1: that's is that yeah. I guess that's fine. Like I don't know. I don't. It's also right across from the university, so like there were a lot of like that was my next question. Yeah, young people that were down there.
0: Yo, night. Nice. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it just doesn't appeal to me in any way. Like, A, the nude beach in public, but then also, like, um, being nude outside like that. It's just not a bit, like, eh, feel like I'm not that into it. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, some people are, like some people aren't. Like,
0: right? Yeah, I guess you, there's enough people that are into it to warrant an
1: entire park dedicated to it. I guess. Oh, the other funny thing was is I, I like the place where I stripped down and went to, to take my photos was like pretty secluded. Like if people saw me, it would have been from like way off. Um, but then we like I put my clothes on and we start, kept walking down the beach. And then there was this dude who was like sitting on a log, lurking at like the cliff face. So he was like way in the back, like as we walked by, and like he kind of startled us as we walked by because he said like as we walked by, he's like, "Hey man, that was a great plan. Life is short, live it up." <laughs> And this guy was literally, he was sitting, um, he was sitting on the log and he like had his hands kind of in front of his, you know, his, his region. And he was wearing a button up t-shirt with the buttons undone. So it was just a (laughs) t-shirt and a hat and no pants. Just
0: getting the, like, just didn't want to do sunscreen on his shoulders, obviously.
1: (laughs) So dude, I'm like, and then as we kept walking, there was this like, this woman who was doing like you know nude cartwheels and those like you know how when someone has a baton and they're like twisting it around and doing all those moves like a circus person the devil sticks the, the devil sticks on the devil's nude beach so anyways it was i have to admit it was it was an experience and and so, i'm glad i did i'm glad i had it i'm very glad you had that but i think <laughs> i just like i would love maybe this is a good
0: interview for us but like i would love to i want to hear the perspective of like the person that's fighting for the right to have a nude beach because in my mind, like, take it or leave it, I don't care. Like, it doesn't, like, I don't understand why people feel the need to do this. But um, it, clearly, people are passionate about it, right? I clearly think it's there's, probably there's just a, a freedom thing. It's a freedom thing? I think so. Okay. To be made in public
1: somewhere, right? But you're right. It probably would be interesting to speak with someone and to hear what their philosophy is. I think it's like, again, people like the, the term is a naturalist, right? Someone who loves just to be in the natural. natural like state. you hear
0: about all these nude beaches. I say like somebody open up like a nude high ropes course or something. <laughs> nude zip lining. Like, come on, nude. like oh, expand the, expand the bracket for the nude community.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Obviously a beach makes <laughs> sense. Let's try to bring the freedom to like places where it really matter. Yeah. Like a beach doesn't even bring in any income. How can
0: I take <laughs> advantage of this small little niche here? Beaches are free. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's the resorts, you know. Well, I think I've talked about this on a previous episode, but there was that there is a resort in Muskoka, a nude resort, and the owner is infamous around here because he was in the news for several weeks in a row, um, but doing wild things in town naked.
1: I think we've talked about him on the podcast. Yeah, so was he, he driving a bulldozer?
0: He attacked someone driving a bulldozer trying to bulldoze <laughs> something on his road and like fully naked, obviously. And then he went he was going through drive throughs naked and <laughs> doing like he's Still an activist. Good. Like if we could get him, Jer, it, we could be, get him. it could be our best yet.
1: Dude, I think if you could, you for sure could get that guy. You I can 100
0: percent like look into it.
1: OK, look yeah, into it. I absolutely will tomorrow. Yeah.
0: That's the best I can guy go visit because yeah.
1: it it'd be an interview that's like he'd be He's so cl- serious. So passionate. So right? passionate. We'd and have to be we'd have to be so like careful. Yeah, we'd be careful. Yeah. Um so anyway, so that was my trip and that was uh that was the experience. I think I I don't know if I left anything Sounds out like or if you want more experience. details. I mean all, details?
0: You, all you talked about was the nude beach, but I'm assuming you did mm-hmm. other interesting things.
1: No, that was about the most interesting thing we did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after that, we went to the other trail and had a nice time there and as as we came down to the water's edge again, a giant bald eagle flew into the tree and was eating a nice meal, having a nice crab. And uh, all of a sudden something dropped out of the tree and I went over and I picked up the crab shell and like its eyes were still like looking at me. It was so cool. it smelled like the ocean and I flew my drone right in its face and tried to get as close as I can without it knocking it out of the sky.
0: Oh, droning! could you can you
1: drone on the nude beach? I did not drone on the nude beach. This was after we finished the nude beach portion and went to over to a different trail. Dude, what a waste. Um,
0: you I'm always astounded of your interest in bird life. Oh, dude, I love I love birds so much. They are cool. I've yet to get um
1: amped up yet, about them.
0: Yeah. Like I don't I can't get amped up about them. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I think Oh, dude, 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 dude. So not only do we see this bald eagle, as we are entering the forest, I saw my favorite type of woodpecker which is called a pileated woodpecker which is just like a giant red It's like Woody Woodpecker. I know what they are. Yeah. They're oh, big. Oh man, they're so amazing. This one wasn't super big, Did but you get I was a photo? so happy. Uh maybe one off in the distance, but it, like it like flew across the trail and I was right in the front. and I was like, "Stop everybody. There's a woodpecker. A pileated woodpecker." And then we all stopped and then it was on the tree and it jumped around and then it flew away. Cool. That's really cool. I know a guy that um has
0: a stuffed pileated woodpecker. And I think they're endangered.
1: They're I don't know if they're endangered, but I do know that they're pretty rare, which is why right. I was so pumped to see one. Like a big—that's cool that they're um out west and they're in the eastern part of Canada. Well, we're getting all our bald eagles back. Like, oh, get this: so Rudy has one that's living, uh, like, really close to him that shows up in his backyard all the time. No way. Yeah.
0: Huh. That's so, pretty cool like, that they like uh, hunker down like that, like have a territory.
1: No, they they hundred percent have a territory, and I saw it once in in my dad's backyard. Um, and he, he, um, yeah, he said he's seen it a ton of times, and it live and it, it hangs out in his dead poplar tree because it's nice and tall, and there's no branches, so he gets a good sight lines from it. Oh, you froze. Like the, 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 the bird does. The bird, so. yeah. You kind of froze yes. there,
0: but bird talk. Yeah. Talking about birds. Um, um, cool. I mean, like, I didn't go anywhere interesting, Jer. Um, I've been hanging around here. Um. You know, normal. Jer, it's spring, right? You've got a busy schedule. Do you not?
1: Pretty busy. I've been traveling a lot.
0: And I think it'd be fair to say that I also have a busy schedule. Your work is a grind lately. Newsflash, everyone is busy in the spring. You don't need to talk about it. Everyone's (laughs) telling me how freaking busy they are. I do not care. (laughs) I don't care. Stop telling me how busy you are. We, like we that's, need, right that's not that's not a sign of up. like you're a, that's not a big sign that you're like this hardworking person that's like grinding it out on their own. Everyone feels busy in June. Get over it.
1: One thing we need to ask, uh, we need to come up with right now rather is the best question to ask someone who says they're busier. Is it like, oh, who are you busier than? And then they're gonna like, like, what's a what's a question that'll like get them to understand how silly a thing that is to say? I don't, Jar.
0: I honestly, I'm I'm trying to figure it out. And I said to a guy straight up, like, yeah. You know what, man? Everyone's busy in June. And it's just because I'm so sick of it. Like, I asked a guy, like, this week, like, hey, how you doing, man? Just so freaking busy. I don't, like, no one cares when you say that. Do they not realize that no one cares? It's
1: uh, the worst. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say, tell me 10 things you're doing right now. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> like start, like, rhyming off. Like, does that, is that supposed to mean that, like, oh, you must be busier than I am. I'll usher you out the door. Right. I don't understand what they're hoping to gain from telling someone that.
1: I wonder if you could ask them, you know, do you like that? Do you like being busy? No. Or something like that. It's just like, it's
0: this monotony of um,
1: weather talk, Jer. That's what it to, is. I was literally and how about swore to say this, weather this weather is like, your pet peeve with weather, too. And I,
0: Jer, I swear to you, I never tell people that I'm busy. I say I've got a lot going on and I will work it in. Or whatever, I get around oh, yeah. it. I never say it. Uh, you sometimes,
1: sometimes when we're chatting, you know, you'll say like, "I'm a little bit stressed," which I think is a better thing to say because then you can talk about some of the busy things that are actually mm-hmm. like f- not frustrating you the most, but that are like giving yep. you the most tension.
0: Or I'll say, "I'm backed up with X." Ah, yes, nice,
1: nice, nice, yeah. nice. So one thing that we're both backed up with, that we're busy with, that we're stressed about is this RV renovation. Because in some ways, it's got a deadline. And we don't see each other all that often. uh, But we got a good day planned coming up. Yeah. No, we have a good day planned coming up. Um,
0: That's this weekend. It's Canada long weekend. And Jer's going to be in town, my town, doing a little work. And we're just going to try and knock out a couple days of intensive RV, um, you know, whatever. Renowing. Renow, right? Like, I feel like, are we... What does renovation stand for? Like, or reno is renovation. But, I mean, are we, like, past? I mean, we did demovation. Now we're in renovation.
1: It's called demolition.
0: Demolition. <laughs>
1: demovation. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, now, yeah.
0: we're, now we're into, like, the rebuild part of it. So, like, we're going to sheet the walls. We're going to do something on the ceiling. We're going to get this baby uh, ready because we got a trip coming up in August. Yeah, we do. And it's going to be like, a sweet trip. June flew by, Jared. I was so freaking busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a few things that I hope to accomplish this weekend. So, the first is to, there's a few little demo things that still need to happen. Like, there's a couple, there's just a little bit of that we didn't finish in terms yes. of just some finesse, especially as we're going to put up. more yeah, stuff we gotta in. We've got to get the
0: rest of that floor up a little bit, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that floor is going to be a pain. So you need we need some tools for that. Yep. Um, because the stick the sticky tiles that stuck they really stuck. Oh, they are stuck. Yeah, they are seriously stuck. So that was a bit of a, a bummer. But you know, I really hope, dude, in a perfect world, we could get the shell, and the floor and the ceiling done, and then like I could paint it when I have it back here. Right. Is that possible in two days? I think so. I think so. I do. Yep. And then while I'm doing that, you're building the table. You're yep. potentially building the couch thing, and you're potentially building the, the little cabinet at the back. Yeah. Though I still want to make some calls as to see if some people could help us with that.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's happening, buddy. I'm excited
1: for it. I'm very excited for it. Um,
0: we'll we got to be good about trying to get some photos and film of that this weekend coming up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I n- yeah. Yeah, we did get some good film of demo actually. Um I you know, there's some good really good stuff there and uh yeah, we just got to keep documenting the process, I think.
0: For us, Jer, um a an, an end date, not like not a hard date, but like having a a trip planned for August I think is just perfect right now because we need that push and um you and I th- kind of thrive on uh, being able to perform and uh, exceed people's expectations with this rig. So I mean, we got a trip planned with a lot of, a lot of people. Yes. And uh, we gotta, we gotta make it happen. Some and a f- quite a few of them, it's gonna be their first time ever doing a trip in the rig.
1: Really? I thought that trip to Vermont last year for Tim's bachelor party got most of the people to check that off their list.
0: Oh yeah, that's maybe true. Fine.
1: But there are a couple new people that we are including that are gonna hopefully help to uh, yeah to document it and and to make that a, a really good trip. But the nice thing is, is even this weekend me coming up is like a, a mini trip, which is really what that thing's designed for at this point for little weekend roadies and to get out yeah, of like town. Yeah, like the whole and,
0: the whole point is to kind of re um, remake what this machine is built for, and that is like kind of like three day max.
1: Yep. Yeah, for us so, anyways so last last we talked with uh, Bob's episode which was so good to talk to him mm-hmm. and good to hash out some ideas you had the great idea of putting a deer head up as a coat hanger and just as a badass piece of furniture inside yes. or decor um then you said you were talking to a guy who didn't have a deer but he has a bear head i don't know if we talked about that <laughs> did on we the talk podcast. about that i don't think yeah we did. like i asked
0: him like i was like hey um like so and i told him like i need a deer head and he's like ah i don't need deer heads i got a bear head though <laughs> i was like mm,
1: i'll take it <laughs> so is that a serious offer <laughs>
0: yeah like it's literally in his freezer so what? i don't know what has to happen to it
1: yeah Oh, like he, it has to get taxidermied because he has like a bear in his freezer. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's uh, yeah. Okay, so, well, here's the thing: if we're so that's actually, my one commission piece of this guy. Yeah, go
1: ahead. What do you need to? I was gonna say if we're actually getting it, like, if we have to take it old to Brian's old taxidermy on Highway 11 there, and get it done, then we may as well have Brian add a couple of antlers so we can still have it as a coat rack.
0: Oh I would love to Frankenstein that sucker wouldn't that right? be amazing? Oh dude, yes
1: okay, so you need to call this like guy. I would love
0: to do something hilarious even like put like a like a I don't know golf club through its head or something
1: yeah, something like that but but I mean i don't I don't like the idea of a golf club I want it to be natural. I want it to be Frankenstein natural. So if like a little right. if a little four year old kid or like one of our nieces or nephews or someone comes in, you can like make up a story how it's a rare beast.
0: Oh, true.
1: You know, what I mean? you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like that's the other part cool the thing war. would be
0: to get a bunch of arrows and jam arrows in its head.
1: Arrows could be cool. Yeah. Arrows I'm into um, golf club. Let's <laughs> keep thinking. Let's keep thinking. <laughs> So,
0: so yeah, I mean, like a bear head in that thing over the dining room table table is going to be incredible. I mean, yeah. there's a great opportunity you for you, Jared, to hang a couple Edison bulbs off there. Oh it just my screams, gosh, Edison yes. bulbs! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good.
1: So, um, yeah, I, I think I no, I'm really excited for for the weekend. I think we're going to get a bunch of stuff done, and um, at the very least, at the end of that weekend, I think we'll have a plan for what still needs to happen and who can do. Who can make it, uh, who can get it done. So yeah. last episode, we talked a little bit about a bonus episode to talk about planning and then we never really did that. So if you're really I've got high ke-
0: hopes for that next weekend, actually.
1: Yeah, we could do that next weekend or yeah. if you're a really keen listener and are thinking we're liars for not sticking to our word. Don't worry. I remembered we, what we said. Yeah, we did. And say here's, that. A, here's a normal episode for you and uh, we might do that other one later. So mm-hmm. cool, cool. Um, um, anything else, I've- Calvin, before we wrap this thing up?
0: I mean, yeah. Like, I'd like to talk a little bit about current events, as I often do. Please. Um, You know, may you may hear, Jerry, in your everyday people talk about um,
1: the surging gas prices. What's your take on that? Personally, I don't. The fact that I drive a car that takes premium fuel and it costs me about seventy-seven dollars for fifty liters of fuel. Um, frankly, is a little bit annoying. So I'm not sure where you're going. But right now, I'm not down with the high gas prices.
0: I'm in the same boat, Jer. I put premium in. And, uh, you know, you and I both drive, you know, exotic sports cars. So, (laughs) I mean, um, but I'm not on board with complaining about it. And it goes along with my same thing with weather and schedule and gas. Is like if you're in the boat with, like, literally almost everyone in the planet, there's no point of, like, bringing it up almost. Yep. Um, what I am outraged right now, Jer, is the price of Tic Tacs. <laughs> I, I was at the gas station, which is already like, I know it's an outrageous price. They have advertised Tic Tacs two for $5. They
1: advertise that as a deal.
0: Who, who, who is that a deal for? And why <laughs> are they advertising that? It's outrageous. <laughs> the price I'm completely disturbed. <laughs> and then I, it got me onto this whole thing, Jared, about gas stations in general, how they're like, there's like the most hilarious things in gas stations. Like what's in there? You got lotto tickets, cigarettes, junk food, and porno mags, literally <laughs> like a teenager's Mecca. <laughs> and yet they just complain nonstop about teenagers loitering in front of them. They're drawing them all in like bait. <laughs> Like, they're the weirdest little places. And then, yeah, along with all oh. those categories, you get, like, a clerk with no moral compass who doesn't care <laughs> about anything, and except for putting the big show on to get the teenagers out front,
1: when really they're his best customers. Oh, dude, the best ones are the, the, that, the, the stations that take that even to the nth degree, and they have, like, a glass case with vape pens in them, <laughs> <laughs> and Zippo lighters. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, are we almost
0: like at the end of these like, like crappy gas stations? Or are there enough people like there's still
1: enough people that smoke right and, and play the lottery that they're gonna just keep surviving? Yeah, I think they're gonna keep surviving. I think I think they I think they will for sure. I think until they're called to a higher standard, which they won't be, um, which because here's yeah, the thing: the people who are the people who are healthy and want to like eat normal food like they're never going to stop and get food at a gas station like you could almost say the stuff in there is not even food you know what I mean right it's kind of filler it's filler yeah it's meant for in between a meal yeah interesting and it's also meant for the impulse buy and honestly you put a red sign that says sale tic tacs two for five and people will impulse buy it guaranteed right
0: I mean I know it's a complete dagger. Um, that did get me thinking about as I go down these little trails in my mind. I was like Tic Tac. I who's buying Tic Tacs? Like they're not even a good mint. They got the orange flavor that was really good. But I used to get those as a kid, Tic Tacs. Um, and then I got me got me thinking about. Um, I was like, oh, I, sh- I wonder if I should get like a little mint candy to have in my car or to have at my desk at work. And then I thought, ah, oh, what would really be killer is like going to a client meeting, whipping out a Pez.
1: right who's ever turned down a pez offer dude you're always a a pleasant
0: surprise
1: yeah you're right you work in a lumber mill there's probably a pez dispenser that's like a log that you could like dude that could be branded swag that would be sweet swag (laughs) um you know what's the funny thing about you talking about tic tacs like that i agree they're not the best mint tic tac orange for sure makes my top 10 favorite candies list they're really good they are so good. <laughs> you cannot stop eating them.
0: I was thinking about this during church today, actually. I was thinking about Pez, and I was thinking about, oh, yeah, pe- such a fun candy for kids, and also such a good teaching, um, like how to teach a kid ec- like very basic economics, right? You get your Pez refill, load it up, and the first thing a kid does is he goes around offering it to everyone and eats them like crazy, and then, oh, 10 seconds later, he's out of Pez. Ooh. The second Pez refill he does, he's a little more cautious, starts reserving not so quick to give them out i think there's a good lesson in there somewhere i gotta carve it all together maybe i can do a presentation
1: at a school i couldn't agree more i think you're well no. on your way to becoming a motivational teacher for four year or for grade four students
0: or for pez well, or a could PES i possibly work for pez
1: <laughs> i think you should start working for pez <laughs> they're blowing up man it's such i a see funny, them everywhere it's such a funny thing because the the they've come up with a product that is just pure co-branding opportunities right like and right. they just sell a like hotcake so all that basically their whole business now is not candies it's just licensing deals you know this to be fact think about it star wars well, yeah, pez. They, daffy duck mickey pez yeah
0: and 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 i guess feeding off of the bit of the um collector you know correct to get correct. a set set of pez
1: yeah yeah well, but the candies are good are you going to turn that into a bit for your next comedy routine? Uh, I should, yeah. I mean, I think I got
0: enough to go on there.
1: I think there's, I think the gas think station premise there. is pretty good. The gas station premise is good. Right? There's a lot like, there.
0: Also, the thing like, I never, I always pay at the pump. But the other day, I went in. Yes. And when I had my epiphany, and I went in, and like people are buying stuff, like no one's, like rarely does someone just go in and get gas. Like, I was behind this old dude, and uh, we walked in at the same time. I went to the cash register. He goes, gets himself a giant-ass Slurpee. No. Yes! In his 70s. Wow. Just cool enough from a long day. Big old
1: Slurpee. See, that's why they need all the signs out there because they know that because of how many people pay at the pump these days, they need to get people in that store because they know once they get you in there, the sugar, salt, fat, smokes, and whatever is going to just get people to spend, spend, spend. And lotto's a big thing too. I don't know anything about the
0: lottery, but I mean, I see it's uh, horrible, obviously waiting
1: behind someone in line who's
0: doing it. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. Yeah. It's always kind of a bit sad, right? Like how much is this person really like riding on this lotto? You know what I mean? Well, like they obviously the... don't the expectation is zero, but they're still doing it. No, so they they think there's they're a gonna little win, bit dude. of something
1: there. I don't think they do. Like they do. They don't seem excited at all. No, of course not. But they here's you know, there's the comment that the lotto is, you know, just a way to tax the poor. And I I think that's so true. And I and if you look at the general demographic of people who play the lotto that's not good and it's a waste of money and it uses a lot of money at this hope and this dream about hitting the big time. I know. It's like oh, uh, I know. I always feel like discouraged
0: a bit when I've I've never bought a lottery ticket but when I see people buying it I was like they're part of their regular life routine. I feel like man there's a lot of money down the tubes.
1: Yep. Yep. yeah. Calvin the one, one thing, thing you d- just said uh, go ahead. Well
0: yeah, like people just don't realize how slim the chances are right? I think that just, it's having a bit of a small scope on, on our country, right? Like if you
1: figure in how many people are playing this thing,
0: go ahead. You were going to say something I said amazing.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, you've said something that's been sticking with me for the last few minutes. And I think it's uh, just a really nice piece of practical advice for our listeners as they find more adventure in the everyday. And you basically had this comment about complaining about high gas prices is so useless and so annoying because we're all in that same boat so if we're all in that same boat together there's no reason to complain about it because the people already know let's talk about something else or let's think about a way to like make this boat better together and i think that principle applies um, to many places in life because we always get caught complaining about the boat but let's just be grateful to be in this boat together
0: right and then my, th- I mean, maybe even more to my point, I never hear anyone complain about Tic Tacs, <laughs> and they should. That's what you should complain about. Like maybe that's a bit of a tactic for a problem. Like, like when someone brings up like, oh, gas prices. I'm mean, like, gas prices. Have you seen Tic Tac prices lately? <laughs> <laughs> Talking uh, about gas
1: prices. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good strategy. I think yeah. that's. I think that's. I think that's what we leave people with today. I don't know. I think so.
0: I mean. These people need something desperate, right, Jer? Leslie, Absolutely. time mean, going out and buying
1: a lotto ticket. Yeah, I know. And that's why they're listening to this podcast, because they're desperate to find adventure. And when we're not producing, you know, it's it's really them that suffers, and, and uh, it's our fault.
0: The lottery sucks. The lottery could be so much more interesting if they did more with it. Like, don't just give cash. Give something crazy out.
1: That's, like what, if those, you have that's like, what
0: the hospital lotteries do. Yes, they do. But it's always like a house with a Porsche in the driveway. Like, What's, I'm talking...
1: What, like a, a helicopter?
0: No, like a, I don't know, a like pack? a fleet of hot air balloons. You get to own this now. Make a business. <laughs> <laughs> like, give someone, give someone, which, re, give something, give someone something that requires responsibility.
1: Cause there's you know, there's that, that actually would be a very interesting thing to do, like... Because like, the
0: attraction is also, like, you get a bucket of cash and then, like, all your problems disappear, right? That's what everyone thinks.
1: Yeah, you're right. But the problems do not disappear But because no, you think it's a bucket. That. If it was pitched to you as a field full of hot air balloons, 40 of them, that you need to now manage, and that's going to be your life, it's your your life is going to change that drastically that now you have this business to run, you're going to maybe think twice. And if people realize that that's actually what that bundle of cash is, it's something that's going to change your life and probably not for the better, even though you think you're the one person on planet Earth who is not going right? to screwed up by the money. Um, the you- other... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the other good part about my lottery
0: is that everyone plays the normal lottery because they think they are going to be really good. They, they, they think they deserve or or they will do good with a big lump sum of cash, which we, of course we know is not true. But if it was a hot air balloon lottery, um, there's only a select few people that are actually going to play that lottery, right? And they're all probably going to be pretty good pilots for or like pretty good stewards of the balloons. <laughs> Right, like you're. Yeah. I think you're kind of doubling down a bit in that way. You might just, getting. You just might better. not
1: have a big enough pool of people to play.
0: I think I got something here, Jer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's an idea that I think we'll keep running with, just like the golf club idea. We'll keep running with them. I'm not, not going to shoot them down. That's not what I'm going to do.
0: It's providing someone the oppor- the kickstart, right, of a whole new life.
1: Correct. Well, right? that's what it is. That's what it is. So. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. We hope this helped you find a little more adventure uh, in your every day. Keep keep listening. We're coming with some RV updates. And if you've enjoyed that story, um, you know. Uh, oh, Calvin. Yo, yo, yo. I was about to ask people to send us ideas for what we should do with this thing. And I remembered one of our beloved listeners, uh, Josh, actually did give me a suggestion. And this guy uh, is a pilot. And he said you should put a propeller uh, on the front of it that like obviously starts turning as you drive. How cool would that be? They got a propeller sticking out the front of it. That is an unreal idea. Isn't that a great idea? Oh,
0: we should absolutely do that. We'll call Steve. He's probably got one. He Who's... works at the airport. Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. Hundred percent. That will be sweet. So you just get like a really old school propeller and then yeah, just yeah. somehow mount it on there. Can't be that on hard.
0: On a rod with a bearing or something. Yeah. Man, it's...
1: it would get screaming. And, and Calvin, I mean, here, you know, I'm glad you're excited about this idea because here was the comment. Here's an idea to top the deer head, an airplane propeller on the front of the RV. So he's, I I think that idea might top it.
0: Okay. I like it a lot. Absolutely no way it's topping. It may be top the deer head, but it certainly can't top the bear head. The bear deer combo. Oh, (laughs) but I missed this year. Sorry. I'm, we're trying to close, but I have to tell you this one other hilarious thing about that dude. Okay, go, go. He's, um, we were talking about the bear head. Then he was. We were talking about skinning, and I was like, "Oh, he's like skinning animals." And I was like, "I was like, oh, that's actually they're kind of neat, like those big bear skins you see on old cottage floors." And I was like, "Ah, oh, it'd be kind of neat. Like, would you be into skinning a squirrel for me that I could like display as like a mouse pad, <laughs> <laughs> like a miniature bear rug, but it's a squirrel, and it's a mouse pad, but it's a mouse functionally a mouse pad, but I probably would just display it on a coffee table or something." What did he say? He said, "Yeah, that uh, that be sweet." Got to find like a squirrel, it.
1: dude. The squirrels are going nuts over our bird feeder, and we can't quite keep them off as much as we oil and lube up the pole. So I've been getting out the pellet gun, dude. I've did I tell you this? I've got like four pellet guns. No uh, squirrels with my <laughs> pellet gun. Oh, it's you, a blast. Do you yeah. feel do you feel bad because you can't knock them out one shot?
0: No, that's the thing. You can't like I well yeah they're I don't know if they're guaranteed kills or not, but uh, it's sure fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how like, there's no conversation about how heartless you feel when you shoot one and then it's like <laughs> squirming on the ground you have to shoot it in the head to eliminate it. It's just life, right? Circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last closing the loop. The reason I think this idea might be better than the deer head or why it might top it is because to see the deer head, you have to be inside. The propeller yeah. is visible to all. So... It it might not be as cool or as functional. Like there could be a debate there, but the thing it does have on well, I guess the inside outside thing is another debate too. But so walk me on this for a minute.
0: If you're going a hundred kilometers down the highway and you have a decent sized propeller on the front of your vehicle, yeah, um, there's gonna be a certain amount of lift, right? I oh, guess there's no I guess there's no wings. There'll
1: be a ton of lift, dude. That thing is gonna start soaring.
0: Right, like, isn't that isn't that gonna like really like improve our um, like fuel economy?
1: Way tons, huge. We're gonna get twice the fuel economy. Oh,
0: that is sick. Not that I care about gas prices, but
1: yeah, that's (laughs) great, great bonus, great added bonus. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next week.